The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Extra 1063 would like to welcome you home. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show with Jim Niarcos and Dan Watkins, only on Extra 1063 FM. Welcome to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Niarcos. Good morning, Dan. Good morning, Jim. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's just, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, the seasons are changing and uh, it's coming up that time of year and uh, it's, it's, it's very exciting and I... I see the way your lovely wife is already getting pumped up with the Christmas decorations ahead of time, even before Thanksgiving. And uh, I, I know you're, you, you probably initiated that, said, Angela, where are the Christmas decorations? Let's get them out right now. You know, Jim. Let's not wait. You, you couldn't be more wrong right now. You, you, you forgot the Thanksgiving decorations. We don't go from Halloween to Christmas. That, oh, that's right. We have Thanksgiving decorations. Too. I know you had Halloween decorations. We've had so many Halloween decorations, you wouldn't believe it. But, uh, yeah, so we've got a three-phase holiday uh, decoration schedule, so we're not quite on to Christmas yet. Well, I'm going to make sure I drive by after Thanksgiving and, and view the Watkins residence because I'm sure it's going to make Clark Griswold jealous. Well. Certainly on the inside, it will. I don't know about the outside. All right. Well, anyway, we're we're, we're real happy here. Yeah, everything's going good with the show. It's growing every year. And uh, you folks, don't forget, uh, not only are we on Extra 106.3 FM, but we're also simulcast on 1230 AM. And they you can also download, download the Extra 106.3 FM app to stream anywhere, right, Dan, no matter where you're at. That's right. If... Um you miss a show or you're in a bad area, you, there's, there's really no excuse to miss the show. And all the shows are on the uh, station website, right? That's right. Let's get on there, see if you missed a show or you got a somebody that you, you might be interested in, you got something going on around the house, um, check it out. We, we have probably had an expert on that talked about it and can help you through the process. No doubt, no doubt. And you, you folks who like podcasts, we put all the shows out on podcasts, Apple, Google, and Spotify. So without further delay... We have got, this is really kind of my favorite show of the year, Dan, because, uh, you know, we have we, we have captains of industry here all, all year long, the people that own very successful businesses, and they're very impressive, and they share a lot of good information, okay, on how to make a good consumer decision, save money, not get ripped off. But, you know, the, the, the guests we have today, they're the ones that, that really make a difference in our community. That's right. They're the ones that are selfless and are helping people out every day, and you don't know anything about it. But uh, today we're going to find out a little well, bit Well, there's, there's, uh, there's several great, great organizations, but I think that this organization tops them all, and we're very proud to have, with, have, us with, have with us again, like we do every year, the Salvation Army. There's a lot more to these angels on earth, Dan, than just ringing bells and red kettles. I it's am. not just once a year. Though. The things they do, most people don't even have any idea what they no, do they all don't. year long. They don't. You're but right. they're going to find out today, aren't they? They are. We're proud to have with us the Metro Atlanta Area Commander, Mr. Major Thomas McWilliams. Major, 
Welcome to the All Four Seasons Home Show. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so glad to be here with you. Well, we are we are happy to have you here, and I know you have an inch. We would like to start off the show where uh, people get a little personal bio on the uh, on our guest. We'd like to hear about your personal bio. Um, you know how you got involved with the Salvation Army, and uh, let's go from there. It's a family tradition for uh, for me. It sounds parents, like a country song. That's right. It's a major. family tradition. Um, my parents were Salvation Army officers, and uh, they were actually missionary officers in uh, Cape Town, South Africa. And uh, my brother and myself uh, lived with them and graduated high school in Cape Town and came back to the States. And I went to college and uh, just felt that draw and that, that call to, you know, have life mean uh, something more. And so I joined the family tradition and became a Salvation Army officer. So it's actually like a calling then. It is a calling, and I've been doing this now for uh, 30 years. Wow. Yeah, it's been a, a wow. wonderful, wonderful run and wonderful ride for me. Well, that's fantastic. I can, I can tell you seem very happy, and I'm sure the, the Salvation Army is blessed to have you. Uh, speaking of the Salvation Army, what a history they have, and I'm sure most people don't know, but would you share the history of the Salvation Army? Because it's, it's quite a story. Yeah, it started back in the middle of the 19th century, way back in the 1860s. Was that your freshman or sophomore year? That was. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just waiting to tell my wife that you called us angels on earth so that she can start calling me that, too. uh... (laughs) Well, you do look quite angelic. For you people out there that can't see the major, he's very angelic. Oh, my goodness. And he's got an angel on his shoulder over here in the studio, Uh, Miss... Angie Clausen, the communications director for the Salvation Army, we're happy to have her in the studio too, and she's making sure that the major doesn't screw up. <laughs> That's right. She's uh, she's an angel until I say something wrong, and then uh, she has her pitchfork. But uh, yeah, it started back in the 1860s, and back then uh, there was a minister in the in a Methodist church who wanted to bring in the very destitute, uh, most needy people in London. And uh, at that time, it was the law that people that went to church had to pay a pew tax. Well, if you're in the gutter and you don't have anything, you can't pay a pew tax, you don't get to go to church. So he decided, well, tell you what, they can't come to me. I'm going to go to them. And he went to the worst corner in London in the East End that he could find, and he opened up a kitchen. And he said, I, I want to talk to people about their souls, but I can't do it if they're hungry and dirty and have no hope. So that's what the Salvation Army started with, and we've been going for uh, ever since then, and we now are in over 130 countries doing that. Wow, that's unbelievable. And and what about your career? Have you been here in Atlanta the whole time uh, working with the Salvation Army, or, or has that led you any other places? The, uh, the Salvation Army, uh, with their officers, we move around. Uh, we're um, at the need of whatever the need of the Salvation Army is, they move us. So I've lived and worked at the Salvation Army in Florida, North Carolina, Oklahoma, Mississippi, and glad to say I'm here and uh, in wonderful, beautiful Georgia. Wow. How long have you been here? Uh, I've been here two years and four months. I was two years as a, an assistant principal at our training college. Uh, over on Metropolitan Parkway, and now I'm the area commander of Atlanta for the last four months, and Angie and others are making sure that I don't mess it up. That sounds great. Um, what about the uh, the Red Kettle campaign? Talk a little bit about that. 
you know that that's been around a long time too. It started at the end of the 1800s uh, when uh, uh, they wanted to raise money in Oakland to feed a thousand hungry people on Christmas morning or Christmas Day, and uh, so to raise the money for that, they decided to place. Uh, it was Captain McPhee who placed a boiling pot at the uh, where the um, landing spot was for the ferry. And he stood there and asked people to throw money into it to raise funds so that they could feed the 1,000 people for Christmas. And that's where the kettle started, and it's been with us ever since. You know, I remember, Dan, just being even a little boy and, and, and seeing the Salvation Army people out there with the tripod and the red kettle and ringing the bell, and they were like in uniforms. You probably remember that, too. And lots of times they'd be playing a horn or a saxophone. And you know what? You, you think we're not living right, Dan? We got a horn player right here. <laughs> I've been Come out on, there. Tell us oh, about listen, the horn playing, listen. Major. I've stood out there and uh, with a horn and a full uniform and uh, played all day, uh, playing uh, Christmas carols and collecting money. And I, I always had a, a, a goal to beat my last, uh, whatever I had collected uh, the last time I had been out there, and uh, just loved doing it. I wish we had more horn players. But I think that there's just a general less musicians in the world than there used to be. But yeah. uh, Salvation Army bands still go strong. We have uh, a couple of bands here in the metro Atlanta area that uh, are uniform-wearing Salvation Army bands. Now, when, is the, when does the Red Kettle campaign actually start? What's the date it starts, and how long does it last? We're officially going to start uh, on November 18th, which okay. is the Friday before Thanksgiving. Okay. Uh, we will have a kettle or two out before that for special events, a kettle kickoff, uh, things like that. But uh, we start the Friday before Thanksgiving, and then uh, from that point, we go strong. And Black Friday after Thanksgiving has traditionally been the day that really kicks us off and gets us going. And how long do you have the kettles out there? We're going to be out there through Christmas Eve, okay, uh, okay. through the, through the uh, middle of the day when things start to shut down. Okay, wow. Yeah, let's make sure everybody out there when you you see the the red kettle, make sure we're we're donating out there and we're we're supporting such a great cause. Um, what is some of this money going towards? This money goes through uh, through the um, Salvation Army world of uh, toys and food which we think of for the holiday season, which would be for Thanksgiving and for the Christmas time. Uh, we have a, a, a monstrous warehouse that uh, we process uh, food and, and toys through and do our distributions. We send out to different spots for the distributions. And um, uh, then throughout the year we have, uh, and a lot of people don't know, we have uh, the largest uh, homeless shelter in uh, metro Atlanta. And uh, so we're all year long with families and children and, and um, individuals and veterans. I mean, we have 16 programs in this one um, facility that uh, we fund all year long. We have three boys and girls clubs that uh, help, we help fund as well. We have eight locations where we do nothing but where we do social service outreach uh, all year long giving away food all year long, uh, helping people with rent and, and their mortgages and uh, electric bills and uh, all, all through the year. And so uh, the, the, the money that goes in the kettle after Christmas season's over, it doesn't stop working. And it doesn't stop helping people and giving hope. Uh, and uh, what's great to know about it is all the money that goes in the kettle stays local. Wow. 
Wow. Yeah, that's that's awesome. And you know, we've done this show a few times, and it is really amazing how much of your money actually goes to what it's supposed to, as opposed to. You know, every charity is good, but there's some of them that you know well, they right, might pop right. out ten percent and keep ninety percent for themselves. So well, uh, that's well, why we love the Salvation w- Army. We are up against a break, but if you're just joining us, this is the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Nearcus, and this week we've got Major Thomas McWilliams, Metro Atlanta Area Commander of the Salvation Army. We're going to be right back, and we're going to talk more about where that money goes. Don't go away. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash john. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3. Welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show. With your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Nearcos. And we want to remind you to, to uh, tune in every Saturday morning at 9. We have a, a different subject matter, a different topic, and we're always looking to help you make a good decision and, 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 and stay away from people who are not too, uh, too trustworthy. I also want to remind you to tune in every, uh, every day, Monday through Friday, 6 to 9, for the Morning Extra with Tug and Rhino and Carlos and even Flounder to get the true story on what's going on with the news here today. Uh, Dan, there's a lot of news in there. Boy, there is a lot of news, Jim, that's for sure, and uh, sometimes uh, it goes your way and sometimes it doesn't, but but either way, we're going to hear the truth here, right? Right, and I heard, I heard uh, we got uh, Kim Peterson, the Kimmer on the air the other day talking about what's going on, and, and Neil Bortz, the talk master, so on Extra 106.3 FM, there's a lot going on, Dan, right? That, that you can get a lot of information here. Yeah, make sure you all tune in. Tune in. All right. Well, if you're just joining us, we're here with the Salvation Army, Major Thomas McWilliams, Metro Atlanta Area Commander of the Salvation Army. And what we were talking about there, Major, is uh, there's a lot of different charities and a lot of money goes through these charities. But what percentage of every dollar that's donated goes to actually handle expenses and run the individual charity? And that is where the rubber meets the road, right, Dan? That's right. And we've, you know, over the years we've seen, you know, people are all, everybody that donates money, you know, they're, it, it, it's a charitable thing to do. It's something they want to do. You want to help people. And I know over the years there's some of the charities that just, you know, really a lot of that money just hasn't kind of got out to the other side. And, and I just think that it's it's important for people to know where the money's going and, and really feel like, at least a high majority of that money is getting to the people that they, they want it to. So, uh, anyways, yeah, talk talk a little bit about Salvation, Salvation Army, how you guys are able to make that full dollar go as far as it can. 
Yeah, well, we're very, um, very oh, oh, some people say over the top cautious about every dollar that comes in and what we do with it. So we follow the money trail. When a donor gives to the Salvation Army, whether it's in a kettle or a check or a, uh, online, however they do that, uh, the first thing to know is that that money is local. We, uh, our organization may be national or an international, but the, our money doesn't get sent up to somewhere else and then they allocate it back to us or anything like that. It stays local. And so we help people here. And uh, that's the first thing to know. And not only just here, but say somebody's giving in a kettle in Cobb County, it's going to help people in Cobb County or in Gwinnett or uh, in the other counties. So we even get that, that, uh, that deep into the minutia of, of doing that. And then uh, that money, uh, we zealously guard it, and we make sure that our expenses stay as low as we can. We're able to do that, funny enough, because we have such great partners and such great donors uh, who help us not only with finances but with, uh, with, with goods and, and services, and we're able to do that. And then Salvation Army officers, uh, I, I love being a Salvation Army officer. I encourage other people to be Salvation Army officers, but if you came into it because you wanted to have enough money to buy a Maserati, forget about it. You're just <laughs> out of luck. Uh, but that's the way, uh, that's just the way the Salvation Army is structured. And uh, we, uh, every year we get multiple audited. We make sure we do that. We request it. We don't, uh, we don't shy away from it. And every year we make the Forbes list of uh, charities with the most dollars going and staying and using for uh, those in need. Well, in the past, I've, I, when Salvation Army has been on the show, um, I've been very, very impressed that the, they actually talked about, compared to other charities, every dollar, the percent of a dollar that goes for operations is so minimal. You guys have got that so down to a science, right? Yes. So we're talking about how, what percentage of the dollar actually goes to charities and what percentage has to go to operate. Um, the last, uh, and we do a study every year, but the last study I saw, we were at around 85 cents uh, of a dollar. Goes to the charities. Yes, goes, goes to. Uh, <laughs> That's pretty in, impressive, Dan. Inflation. It used to be 90 percent, but inflation <laughs> got to 5 percent. That's uh, that's that's very that's you know, and I know everybody out there. You're worried about when you give money if it's going to the right place, Dan, right? Well, there there's no question about that. I mean, that's an unbelievable percentage because it you know, you you need people to do the work that you're doing. You need trucks. You need gas. You need you know supplies. You need all those things. I don't even know how you do it. I don't know how you could. Yeah, which is why I said the last day I saw because <laughs> hyperinflation is uh, killing us all. Um, <laughs> Including a lot of people, we're, we're seeing uh, people that, you know, have traditionally kind of hung on the edge of poverty, non-poverty, uh, you know, paycheck to paycheck that are now kind of slipping off the edge. And so we've had people in need that not necessarily have had that need before uh, that are coming to us well, because you, of the hyperinflation. You, you know, unfortunately in this country, right, there's so many people that are kind of paycheck to paycheck, right, just to pay for everything. And all of a sudden you give them an extra... You know, call it $400 a month or something like that, whatever it is, where they, they've got to pay out. I mean, it, it, it's just not possible. I mean, they, they can use the credit cards for a little while or whatever, but at some point that catches up with people. And I'm I'm sure you're you're seeing it. And I'm actually, I think you're probably going to see a lot more over the next you know year or two, the people where they finally kind of run out of resources. That's why donations are so important, folks. 
85% of that dollar, 85 cents out of the dollar, goes right to the charities. It stays right here in the community where you're, where you're putting that in the kettle. It stays right here. But it's very important not to give up on the donations. If you, if you think you can't put, uh, donate a lot of money, just give what you can, right, Major? That's exactly right. You know, every penny helps. Oh my goodness, people would be surprised what a quarter can do. Just have some spare change, and that's all you oh. got. Don't be ashamed. Throw it in the kettle. That's exactly right. You know, uh, Amen, brother. <laughs> you, you say that all day long. And hey, this year, uh, on the kettle stand, if you don't have any money because people don't like to carry money anymore. There's a magic QR code right there on the kettle stand. Get out of town, Tom. Are you serious? I am. You guys are definitely on the cutting edge here, right? (laughs) So if if somebody has a debit card or a credit card, that's all they have, and they don't happen to have any money, and they go by the kettle and think, ah, I wish I had some change or a couple dollars or something, they can they can still donate. They can go with on their phone to that QR code, and they'll be taken right to a place where they can donate, Uh, and uh, it's kettle money. You know, I, I think that's, you know, that's the kind of thing, truthfully, that hopefully you've got a big sign like that out there because there are a lot of people that just do not carry money and they may think, oh, man, I don't have any cash on me and, and they might not come over there. So, you know, hopefully everybody listening understands that. But hopefully when you guys get out there, there's there's some way to kind of advertise that to make sure that they know they don't have to have that cash to donate. And just like people with a debit card or a credit card, just like they usually spend a little more than they want, I bet many times that they'll even donate a little more than if they took cash out of their pocket because they the credit card. Ah, let me go ahead and let me go ahead and give ten bucks instead of five bucks, or instead of a couple dollars, let me give a five dollar. You know, they, you know, they'll donate more because they are putting it on a credit card or a debit card that's just the american way right well, major i'm not let's gonna, run I, them credit cards up i'm glad you said that uh <laughs> I, I want people to follow their heart and their uh their 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 leading and and to do what they can yeah um because it, it, i mean it yeah it helps the, the salvation army sure but you know we're just helping the people in the community so right. uh, that that's what we ought to keep in mind well, Dan, you had a question about some of the services. Right? Yeah, I was just thinking, you know, maybe get into de- a little more in depth. I mean, you you kind of listed out your services, but maybe get a little more in depth with each one of those services. How you're doing things to impact on each one of those levels, because I, I think it's nice to hear some stories too of, of success stories and 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 what you're actually doing day to day. Yeah, uh, uh, we'll start with what we talked about a little bit earlier: the largest shelter in Metro Atlanta, where we have 16 programs. Uh, three of those are veteran programs, and uh, then we have single men, single women. We have a drug alcohol rehab center in there that uh, people can uh, come to, and it's free. Everything's free that Salvation Army does. Uh, we have workforce development where we're trying to close the circle so that we don't just bring somebody in, give them some help, put them back out. Uh, we're um, going full bore with that, and uh, looking. we're expanding that. As a matter of fact, through this next uh, couple of years, uh, where we're going to go from soup to nuts. We're going to teach people not only basic uh, computer skills, resume, English, sacred language, like you would think of, but, you know, with partnerships uh, uh, with uh, technical colleges and uh, universities to offer more extensive uh, trainings. Um, so uh, in our shelter, we're, we're going to look to, uh, we haven't fully announced it yet, but we're going to be expanding that shelter uh, and even more people and even more program there. Uh, we have three boys and girls clubs, which we're very proud of. Real quick, where yeah. are they? Where is the shelter at? It's uh, Marietta Street. It's uh, near um, downtown, mm-hmm. uh, off Marietta, okay. near the aquarium. 
Okay. So you can walk from the aquarium to to the shelter. Okay. Uh, we have uh, three boys and girls clubs. One boys and girls club is only a couple of blocks from the shelter. Full service boys and girls club. So families that come to our sheltering program, they're not just stuck in a room, and we're not just uh, they're not just trying to get by. But we uh, put them into our into our club where they get uh, homework help. Uh, we're really have pushed with the COVID fun that everybody had. We have made a major push in these clubs to um, uh, keep our kids uh, up, up to speed with their grade level and trying to push them beyond. Uh, so we really emphasize that in our clubs. Uh, we have uh, some wonderful partners uh, with that. Uh, we have a uh, tr- uh, human trafficking program in Metro Atlanta that uh, we don't talk a lot about because it's kind of secretive. Uh, we can't let real people know where we are. Uh, we have to keep that uh, kind of uh, hidden, as you can imagine. We have uh, what we call our William Booth Towers, which is a senior uh, low-income um, home. And it's uh, it's a high-rise that uh, people who have a low income uh, can apply, and uh, we they stay with us uh, in there that a lot of people may not know about. Uh, we've got a Croc Center, which is in uh, Pittsburgh neighborhood that uh, services uh, youth and adults and uh, we just had a huge computer lab opened up there, thanks to AT&T and uh, to Dell Computers in the city of Atlanta, uh, who we work with very closely uh, in the city. Um, and we have, and this is one that kind of strikes people. They go, what? Uh, we have actually eight churches in metro Atlanta that uh, we're looking to, uh, you know, as I said, the founder said, hey, I can't talk to people about their soul if I don't talk to them about that and, and deal with their needs and their struggles and give them dignity and give them hope. Well, that's what we do. And um, so that's all a part of the texture of the Salvation Army here in Metro Atlanta. Well, you know what's interesting, uh, Dan, is Salvation Army has always been a faith-based organization, but it doesn't make any difference what denomination you are or what you believe in, or if you don't believe in anything, it's not in, there's no qualifier or criteria to be helped by the Salvation Army, and I think that's wonderful. That started back with the founder in 1865 when we, our mission statement was established, which has not changed in all of these years. And the mission statement says that we help the very least, the most hurting, the, 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 the society's um, sometimes throwaway, and we do that without discrimination, and we do it because of what the Lord has done for us. And anybody who comes to us for services, uh, we don't even ask. Uh, and uh, you know, it, it kind of strikes people the wrong way sometimes. But when I tell them that our shelter was the first in Metro Atlanta, that in our family section, and we keep our families whole in our family section in apartments, that the family meant however they showed up. And so, uh, you know, if it was um, two fathers, two mothers, whatever it was, you know, we're, we're still working with that family and they still are in the apartment. Uh, and uh, so, you know, I mean, we may get a little pushback for that, but you know what? We're trying to help people and we're looking for the least and the lost and the lonely. And that's who we are. Well, that's incredible. I mean, that's um, that's the way it should be, really, Jim. Wow. I mean, it's it's. Uh... Uh, it it kind of leaves me speechless, Dan, and that doesn't happen very often, you know. Well, I just think it's a great wide variety of uh, programs that you got going on, and it sounds like you've really thought through some of these too, and 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 kind of found some spots where 
nobody was helping these certain peoples in certain categories either um, out there, or at least I haven't heard uh, from some of these. But I love the program, too, where you're, you're training these people to, you know, not just, you know, not just feed them for a couple of days or give them a place to, to stay, but really get them back out on their feet with hopefully some skills with the ability to get a job and start providing for themselves. And then they, they, they can they can pay for their own rent or they can pay for their own clothes and their own food and all that kind of stuff. And it is dignity at the end of the day. Right. I mean, just just being able to do that stuff for yourself. Nobody wants to come to you. Right. I mean, at that point, nobody nobody's nobody's looking for just a free handout. I mean, they're destitute a lot of times, I'm sure, when they come to you. Yeah, they've reached the bottom. Um, and and I and I the people that come through our drug rehab center, they they've burned through everything. Um, they've burned through family, friends, everything. They're living in the bushes, and uh, they come to us, and and you know we provide our services for free, and we're very very um, um, aggressive. And not just thinking it's just the Salvation Army. We are a part of Atlanta in the in the metro Atlanta area. We're a part of the fabric of this community, and we make sure that we work with uh, and in conjunction with every other resource in the city that we can we can get a hold of. Uh, and uh, we want to we genuinely want to help people. That's um, we're we're not we're more than statistical. Uh, I don't even really like to give statistics, but. Uh, we're more than that, and we want to we want to make sure people walk out our door and they have dignity and hope, and that's that's when you have people like that and in our shelter. I'll tell you that we have over the years. I think we we over the past five years we did a little study. Nineteen of the people who come through our shelter we hired in our shelter, and some of them at the highest levels uh, have worked their way up, and that's that's gold. Uh, that's yeah. just wonderful. For sure. Well, you know, you, you folks are, are specialists in healing the human spirit. And from past Salvation Army shows, I, I remember uh, you were, you know, they were sharing with us, the, you know, the people from the Salvation Army, something as simple as, as providing a haircut and a bath or some clean clothes for somebody can make a difference and just turn in their, make them feel like, give them some hope, right? Something, it's even something that simple sometimes, right? That kind of, Actually, Opens their eyes. Actually, it, it it is in many ways the most important step, uh, and William Booth recognized that the most important step is uh, to give people even a glimmer of hope and dignity can change, can change a life immediately. And it's it's the way people know that that somebody actually values them because a lot of people that come to us have lost value. That in themselves, the people around them uh, don't value them. Their family don't value them anymore because of the their maybe their own actions. Fair enough, but um, to give them value, you can just watch their eyes and know. Okay, let's go. Now you have some value. Now let's let's take some steps and uh, become a part of, of the society and community again. And we see that, and when we see that uh, happen so many times. You know what? The fulfillment is just mind-blowing. And I wish that all of our donors and all our partners could experience that firsthand. Uh, we, we love it when people and donors want to come tour, uh, want to come see a facility, want to come see a Boys and Girls Club in action, want to see our, our shelter in action. And we welcome that. And we want people to see uh, what they're doing uh, because 
Uh, as I said, you know, Salvation Army officers, we're, we're not financially supporting this organization. It's our donors. Yeah. And uh, we want them to know what they're doing. So it's all ages, all backgrounds. It doesn't make any difference if who it is or where they're from or what they believe in. doesn't matter. It, ma- it makes no difference. Yeah, I was thinking about that, too, just that haircut or, you know, just some clothes or something. When somebody just looks in the mirror and just they can see their old self before right. this all went Yeah, I bad. like that, Dan, their old self. Very good, very you know, profound. And, and then that's that's maybe the starting block, right? And then maybe maybe an impact can start being made at that oh, point. Oh, absolutely. Then you can yeah. talk to them. What's, what's interesting is when we give clothes, we always make them get clothes larger than they are. Because one of the first things that happens is when we're feeding them three meals a day, when they're when they if they gain weight, right? And so we make sure that the clothes that we give them are are larger than they are. Thought it all through. Yeah. Wow. Now, how many states does the Salvation Army provide services to? We provide services in almost every single county in the United States, wow. and we're in 130 plus countries. Wow. We are all over the world. We're an international. Um, organization. And how we came to be so widespread in the United States uh, is because of General Pershing in World War One, which I know a lot of people have heard that story, but he, he was living in California and had a house fire and his family was, uh, some of his family was killed, uh, kids and um, wife. And this was before World War One, and the first person to show up to give him aid and hope was a Salvation Army officer. And he said to the president when they were going overseas to the trenches, I want the Salvation Army to go with us. And we went over there and Donut Girl, we made the donut famous uh, because we couldn't send enough food over there. So uh, one of the soldiers gave a recipe to one of our kitchens uh, in France and we made the donut and it came back. And it's interesting when some of the donut manufacturers remember that the Salvation Army was the one that popularized the donut. Wow. And we've been gaining weight ever since. <laughs> what a great story. That's, that's, uh, wow. Well, it's funny some of the some of the stories like that too. I love the history. You know, just the, the, you have so much history going back so so long, and I'm sure there's even more of those kind of stories out there. Just you know, that you guys being on the scene at uh, you know kind of the worst of times for people. Yeah, and we and disaster work. I mean, we we are um, always wanting to be first in and last out. Uh, I've had the privilege personally. Uh, and to uh, be uh, the red zone commander at uh, Ground Zero in New York uh, after uh, 9-11. And that was a real impactful time for me. And then we were stationed in Mississippi when Katrina hit uh, and got to work uh, those disasters. And even today, uh, uh, Salvation Army folks are down in Florida uh, working hard, even some from the metro Atlanta. We sent people and um, um, uh, foodstuffs uh, and, and equipment down to Florida for Hurricane Ian and now the uh, the new storm that we have. Yeah. What, what, what do they not do, I know. Dan? My what goodness. do they not do? They've covered all the bases, haven't they? Well, you know, I think when you've done it, too, this long, and you're running a successful, whether it's a business, I mean, it's still a business, it a business. right? I mean, yeah. it, it's, it's, it's the same thing, and, and you work your way through. Any good business is is trying to always get better, right? So you, you kind of have... A lot of this stuff figured out, and and I'm sure you're constantly still tweaking things to make it better. But when you when you've got a good organization, right, you can you can keep growing, and that's it's really I'm, I'm sure the other part of what you're trying to do is constantly grow so that you can pro- provide more help. That's exactly what we're doing, and at, like I said, at the shelter, we're fixing to uh, really uh, come out publicly. We're going to work to double the size of that shelter, 
have been working on it for a while, and uh, we feel very good about what's coming uh, to the Salvation Army and, and Atlanta and um, working with the city. And, um, and you know, the Salvation Army, we're going to go where the most hurting pe- person is. And where is that? And that that causes change, too, you know, as we go along. Salvation Army started its disaster work in 1900 because of the hurricane that devastated Galveston, Texas. And the Salvation Army in Texas said, hey, there's some hurting people in there. And they sent in, in, sent in the Army. And we've been going ever since. That's great. Wow. The longevity of the Salvation Army and, and through all those years and all those countries continue to grow and even expand more services. What a well-run organization. Well, yeah, and you, you said it too, Jim. I mean, even in these other countries, you guys are expanding in those areas too where you didn't have the footprint that you have here, but I'm sure that's going to continue to expand as well. Well, I'll tell you, that what a great show, and we're not done yet. If you're just joining us, we're here with the Salvation Army, Major Thomas McWilliams, who's the Metro Atlanta Area Commander, and the things that these angels on earth do are just unbelievable, unbelievable. And he's got even more to share with us in our last segment. So don't go away. We'll be right back after this break. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves. And people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Spring is here, and baseball is back. You can't forget the derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3. Welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Nearkos. And if you're just joining us, we're here with the Salvation Army, Major Thomas McWilliams, Metro Atlanta Area Commander. And the things that these folks do is unbelievable. And we, we want to make sure we get to some more things. What you know, you, you know, everybody knows about the the bell ringers with the red kettles out in front of the stores and all that during the holiday. But do you know about the virtual kettle? I bet you don't. And the major's going to tell you about it right now. Yeah, uh, used to be the kettles were if you got a dollar or a dime in your pocket, throw it in, and that was about it. But in the world of of less and less cash, uh, we've had to join the rest of the world and become a little more virtual. Uh, we do that with the QR code that's on the kettle stand itself if you're there with your phone. But you can also go to atlantaredkettle.org, and there you can have a virtual kettle that's just yours and that you can share with your family only or your business only or friends or whoever you want to. And uh, you can set up your own virtual kettle. It's a way of ringing the bell where you don't stand down inside and ring the bell. Although... Um, when you're doing it, I hope you have a bell handy and uh, get people to donate to you uh, by ringing it. That's fantastic. And then there's the angel tree. What is the angel tree? That's where we have uh, uh, children across the metro Atlanta area, families sign up, 
and we provide toys to the kids, food to the family. And uh, we have this year, we're looks like we're about 10,000, and we have a, a huge warehouse we process this at. We're currently, as we speak right now, probably 2,000 or so angels short. Uh, we're still trying to get adopted out, and uh, people can go to our website, SalvationArmyAtlanta.org, and uh, it'll take them right to uh, where they can adopt an angel if they'd like uh, to uh, support a, a child or a family. And what's the level of demand for help and everything compared to maybe five years ago? Has it increased, or what is? I think I think that uh, you know, and this is a debatable point. I, I think that uh, it's changed. As much as anything, um, you know, because the world has changed over the last five years dramatically. Uh, and uh, so uh, COVID brought in it all its own elements. And now hyperinflation has brought in its elements and, you know, kind of pushing some people that were on the edge off the edge. So um, it, it, it kind of changes as we go through um, and um, through the different things we see happen in our world. Are you able to keep pace with the demand? Yeah, we are, because uh, here in Atlanta we are. And I'll tell you why, because uh, I've noticed in Atlanta, and I've served in many different states and many different cities, people in Atlanta are generous. And I have had an opportunity to meet some of the most wonderful people I've met in my life here. Oh, that's wonderful that, to hear, isn't that it, Dan? Give. That's good. I, I, I love Atlanta, and uh, I'm not a native, and so and I'm not part of the uh, Chamber of Commerce, so I'm not yeah. trying to – I love Atlanta. And the people here. Let's talk about the Canathon because I don't want to run out of time. What about Man, the on December second? We're going to collect non-perishable food items. That's important. We can't take uh, stuff that has to be refrigerated or frozen. Mm-hmm. Uh, cans, bo- dried food in boxes, and uh, hygiene items. And we collect that in uh, partnership with Publix and Eleven Alive. And uh, we collect at several different locations. Uh, you can go to. Uh, uh, SalvationArmyAtlanta.org and get information on this. And uh, we collect tons and tons of food every year that then we disperse out to this community. Fantastic. Now, what are some of the other items you need from donors in addition to money? Because they can donate other things, right? Uh, blankets, clothing. I mean, yeah, um, the thing that, that really helps us out the most uh, during the season is uh, if we're talking about the Christmas season, of course, the toys for the kids and food. Food isn't always. There's not a time when there's not food uh, needs. And hygiene kits or hygiene items. doesn't mm-hmm. even have to be kits. You know, we'll put it together. But we have people constantly coming through our shelter. We, we have uh, families that, mm-hmm. that are uh, in need or homeless that, uh, you know, we, talk, we talked earlier about how a haircut and a shower makes a difference. Well, you know, we, if we can provide the items for that, that's fantastic. So toothpaste, too. Uh, mouthwash, oh, yeah. uh, shampoo, shaving cream, shaving right? cream, razors, right? Absolutely. And probably jackets, coats, or sweaters, or stuff um, like that yeah, too. Yeah, blanket. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we would love that stuff. Um, to to be able to, you know, we take it and and give it out, and um, yeah, it can help give hope and dignity. That's the main thing to keep in mind. I'm giving hope and dignity. You can't do anything without people. What about volunteering? I know you want to talk about that. Man, yeah. Uh, we have the Salvation Army here has, with their wide spectrum of programs, have a, just a, a, a really kind of bottomless pit of opportunities for people to volunteer. Uh, if they feel led and they want to they give back to their community and they want to do it in, in our homeless shelter, 
we can set that up. If they want to do it in our clubs, we can work with that. If they want to um, do a specific type of, of support to the community, we have somebody who sits by the phone and on the computer who doesn't do anything but to organize our volunteers and uh, sets that up. And people can go to uh, our website, SalvationArmy.org, and uh, there's a volunteer uh, opportunity there. And we have a volunteer coordinator who doesn't do anything all year but volunteer uh, coordinating. Fantastic. Yeah, you were also talking to you at the break a little bit about some of those professional services too, where, you know, a professional might be able to, you know, or, or a company that, you know, just, just might be able to send somebody or a group of people or whatever just to help, you know, help somebody in any particular way that, that they can. And I think that's a great way to, to for a comp- think for a company to do. And we do have a lot of partners that do that where they say, okay, guys, we're going to do something back to the community. Let's go serve dinner or breakfast at the shelter. Let's go Let's go collect cans. Let's go whatever it is that they do that. Uh, one of the volunteer experiences of my life that really sticks in my mind is when I was in New York, we had 160 UCLA students that, just, that showed up that wanted to volunteer. Uh, and so people can do that in groups, and people can do it in Atlanta in groups. Uh, we just get it organized and set, and uh, we would absolutely love. It. And once somebody experiences this for themselves and helping others on the, for themselves, it's a it's a life changing experience. Now, also, real quick, do you, would you want to say anything more about the training that you provide? The uh, we we do uh, as much training as as we can. We've got it in two different locations right now, where we we try to help people to not only receive the immediate help. That's great and that's wonderful, and it brings the hope and dignity. But we want to have them uh, learn get more. We want we want to end the generational problem or or the 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 life problem they have. We don't want to just band aid it. Uh, we want them to then be able to 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 live life and and be glorious. And our volunteer coordinator, uh, our assistant volunteer coordinator at the Red Shelter, is fixing to start working on her doctorate. She came to us homeless, and she has been working on her education for years now to and and to improve herself. And actually, wow. she's the one who leads our tours at the uh, shelter. Wow, what a testimonial! If somebody wants to just take a tour. They can contact us, and we'll we'll give them a tour and show them what's going on. Okay. That's well, awesome. listen, what's the best way for people to contact you if they have questions or want to donate, want to volunteer, or just ask some about some more information about the Salvation Army? SalvationArmyAtlanta.org. Fantastic. Is there anything you'd like to say to our listeners before we finish the show? Because we're at the end now. Any Any message you want to give them? Yeah, just to say thank you. You know, people that donate and have donated, they don't really realize they're the Salvation Army. It's not just me. It's not just my staff. It's them. And I just want to, on behalf of everybody that I get to see, that put a smile on my face because they got help, I want the, the people on, your, on, on air to hear, thank you. Well, isn't it interesting, Dan, with everything they do, they're thanking us. They're thanking yeah. everybody else. Yeah, they're awesome. Thank you. You're great. Major Thomas McWilliams, Metro Atlanta Area Commander. Folks, get out there, volunteer, donate, do whatever you can do, right, Dan? Because yep. these people are the, are the real deal, and they're making a difference. Thank you for tuning in. We're here every Saturday morning at 9, the All Four Seasons Home Show. Have a great week.
The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation, like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC.